Open up my window to substitute outside. Hi, Cap. Hi, Don. Hi, Addie. Hello. We have a guest. We have a special guest who specifically requested to be on the podcast, which in four years and a hundred and almost 50 episodes, he's never <laughs> ever, he's been on one episode and that was by duress. Welcome, Chris Orlando. Yay. Hi, everybody. Why Ooh. did you want to come <laughs> on the podcast? Oh, I have so much to say and I'm not completely bored. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lonely. There's no lonely in Savannah. <laughs> Where this is the last night of our month-long adventure. In oh, Savannah. it's the last night. I'm so sad. I couldn't even sleep last night. I was so sad. Poor Chris. I just have like, uh, like frenetic, frantic energy. Like I just don't want to go. And but I miss Nico so much, and I miss you. And I think I have Aww. to say that. But I do. I do. I miss everyone, but I don't miss the snow that you guys are. Getting. We are getting a wicked, a wicked storm. Wicked. I had to go into Hannaford <laughs> and ask for some salami. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, it was. It's packed. Everybody needs bread and milk. Everybody uh, needs the great French toast run. I have to say that I legitimately needed to go to the grocery store. We had no meat at all. I had enough milk and bread. I just needed meat. That's funny. Yeah, I don't miss. We missed four snowstorms, I think. And today it's record. It was record heat today. It was like 88. See, that to me is a nightmare. I'm so glad yeah. I'm here. I didn't go outside today. It was too I'd hot. I'd be miserable. But yeah. Chris went outside for a little bit. We were. It was freezing but cold. Loved it. We're packing up. I felt, you know, we moved in here for the month. And, and, um, if you remember last week when we recorded, while we were recording, Chris was away, and um, uh, out of the corner of my eye, I swear to God, I thought some something come down the stairs. And yeah, I we recall that, that. picture. Yep. Right, you remember that. Yep. And um, and it got kind of crazy from there. So I thought we'd talk about that. But you said you had a Kathyism. Oh no, it's not there? that funny. It's not that funny. Well, I got. Oh, I might have gotten confused with what incapacitated and decapitated me. <laughs> what? Really funny, for sure. <laughs> I might have confused. I thought I was worried. My husband was he's like, I just... <laughs> what did you say? What? I don't know. So I have like, I'm preparing for surgery, even though it's like a month away or like a month and a half away. I'm just like, I have a very rigid, like, medical, like, regimen that I'm trying to, you know, get to, you know, get together. And so I was putting my cocktail together of valerian and cannabis. And then I was, I was telling Henry, I said, listen, babe, you need to know how to make this in case I can't, like, I can't get up or something, you know. And he said, in case, and in case you're incapacitated, and I got really upset, and I was like, I got confused. And I said, why would I be, why wouldn't I have a head? I just, <laughs> and he said, and just like, you know when he has to hug me to say it's going to be okay? And he says, oh, my Kathy, you know? 
I got really upset because I had a pause. I was very confused. He said, I don't mean decapitated. I mean <laughs> incapacitated. You know, this makes me fearful. It's very amusing, but it makes me a little fearful that someday I may need you to testify in court on my behalf. You don't want that. <laughs> you will be a lousy character witness. Lousy. I was very confused. I got very upset. And, and I like how he already knew why I was upset. <laughs> He's such a good direct care worker. He really is. Yeah. I could see anyway, him kind of crying. Like, he was he, he was concerned for me. <laughs> just, he, just, he just automatically hugs me and says, oh, my Kathy, it's okay. This is what I mean. And he talks to me like <laughs> special decapitated yeah. you mean incapacitated not the same thing. <laughs> well i think i told this story on the podcast when i when i lived in wisconsin when i was like 19 years old and you know i had like three years of spanish in the history in the history in high school and i got a job at the olive garden and it was one of the first olive gardens and it was right near badger stadium i made so much fucking money because of my new york accent D did you know that when you're there your family <laughs> <laughs> unlimited breadsticks yes unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> and um i i noticed that the fucking asshole people they didn't even talk to the the mexicans that worked and they were they were specifically they were mexicans from um Oh, I can't remember now where they were from. But they're Mexicans who worked in the kitchen. Nobody talked to them. They ignored yeah. them. And I was, so I started saying, hi, hola, hola. And they, and I became very popular. Uh -huh. And um, they'd say, uh, como estas, Donna? And I'd say, now, I could get this wrong now. And I'd say, muy casada or muy cansada. I got cansada. One one means married. One means tired. So I thought I was saying very tired, right? But I was really saying I'm very married. And so <laughs> they would very they would married. Like ay ay ay, and like rest their <laughs> hips and everything. And I'd be like, yeah, that's I guess that's why I'm tired. Not really, because I was working another job. So I was always coming from another job to that job. And I'd say, muy casada, and they, or I don't know what I said wrong, whatever, it, the wrong way. And it was, um, for it went on for mm, months. Well, it could have been worse. Like the time, I don't think I told this story on the podcast because it's really embarrassing, but I'll say it. So I was, I was interpreting. <laughs> <laughs> you did tell this story. No, there's early. another story. Nope, there's another story. Okay. So I was interpreting for the seminar. Sign language. Sign language, ASL. Mm -hmm. And there's a sign. I'm just trying to describe this. If you like, if you if you just imagine yourself pointing up and then pulling your finger directly up, it means special. But if you tilt your finger to a is that 40 degree angle? Sure. And then you point out, it's ejaculation. <laughs> so I was going, <laughs> everybody saw ejaculation today. <laughs> I was, I was substituting special, like special needs, ejaculation needs. So, and then I see the lady, the deaf lady, doing that stop, like cut, yeah. special, like asshole, not ejaculation. And I'm like, oh, God, here I go again. I was very entertaining. Happy ejaculation. 
<laughs> I love that dad used to say when you had like a paper cut that you now had an accent <laughs> with, your, <laughs> with your sign language. <laughs> oh God, everybody has ejaculation needs. <sighs> All right, we're done with the podcast. <laughs> and we're done. What else is there oh to talk about? Oh my God, just in case. Oh, we have adventures we could talk about. Speaking of ejaculation, <laughs> what? No, no. What is happening? No. Remember the time that we went and. Oh my God, what's happening? Oh, okay. We're segueing. We're segueing. <laughs> Savannah, we're talking about Savannah stuff. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We Remember the time when we went to a white supremacist bar? Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of ejaculation, that's a, that's a good segue. You know what was funny is that you guys, you, got, you, you were texting me, you're like, Donna. I, Chris, we're I going to get, I'm, you were afraid something's no. going to happen. So we wanted to take advantage of one of the last days here in Savannah. And so Chris is always looking for like roadside things, unusual things, things off the beaten path and outside of the city. Cause it was a really nice day. And we thought we're going to go get some lunch and then we're just take a ride in the car. And uh, he's like, you know, there's a brewery around here and we're not going to say the name of it. But it's uh, it's Viking theme, and huh. I was like, okay, yeah. we need Norse a for Kristen anyway, right? Norse stuff, it's fun. They have like a big billboard with a Viking on it, so you go on the website, it looks legit, looks like yeah, a thing. looks like a thing. <laughs> so, so I, you were, you had called me like on Messenger, like we were on video as we were approaching. I wasn't paying attention to as we were approaching, <laughs> Chris. So my perspective is. We're on a highway, and all that's around is swamp. Like, we're on our way to fucking Florida, and there's just swamps. We'll either, like, panthers or, or alligators I, are going to kill wish, us. And, and all of a sudden, we're off the highway, and I'm talking to you, and I realize we're on a dirt road, and the only buildings that are around look like storage, like, you know, self-storage units, yeah. those metal, like, those big metal buildings. And there's like signage is like vinyl banners on a chain link fence. And as we approach, I was like, I feel and there's woods around with like garbage. I'm like, this is where we get murdered. This is I said, turn around. I did say turn around. Yeah. So there was an American flag that was not flying in the right way. Mm. Right at the entrance. Which could just be like, I don't know. I don't speak flag. Yeah. It just was a vibe. It was a special vibe. And I did turn the phone around and told you, Kathy, look where we are. In case they get murdered, Kath, look where Chris brought me. And then there were people who were like, hey, hi, come on in. And I was like, oh, we're going in because I don't want to get chased down like fucking Smokey and the Bandit down this highway. I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, all right, let's go in because, you know, if it is looks like a white power place, at least Chris can pass, right? <laughs> you're like, you're like, this is I don't, I have the haircut. We're, we're, we should be okay. We I'm glad be. you weren't wearing your Care Bear shirt, you know? Right. I'm glad we weren't wearing our Black Lives Matter or trans, <laughs> trans lives, you know, save trans kids. It was so bad. I, I had a, a Savannah B company shirt. It was like a place that does stuff with honey. And I was like, I, I didn't want them thinking that I was like a liberal at all. So I took that and left that in the car. I was like, no, we have to. Yeah. Really going undercover. <laughs> we were like yeah, undercover. You were undercover. Yeah. We're like, now we're Date fucking line. here. <laughs> Everybody's staring at us. We got to go in. And so we went in, and there's like, I don't, 
there was there was nothing that was overt. Well, there, there was uh, like there was the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. There were a lot of flags. A lot the Swedish flag, he was in the, military. the Norway flag, all the military flags, the Blue Lives Matter flag, the Firefighter Matters flag. Uh, it was a lot, and you know. Right. Everybody has a right <laughs> to fly whatever flag they want, but I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. But it was interesting, and I was interested in talking with the uh, talking with the guy. If he came out, I wanted to find out the story. But yeah, it was, we immediately sat down and said, "So what's with all the Vikings stuff?" <laughs> yeah, we did we immediately. <laughs> so. Like, and then, like, if, you, if you're ever in like a beer garden and you get a boot and they, they leave it there for you. Well, they have that there, but except it's Viking heads, and then oh, okay. people decorate them with googly eyes and real. Well, that eyes. doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it's racist. No, it doesn't. It no. doesn't. No. However, <laughs> however, uh, Miss Meth Bartender oh. was real cagey with us. She didn't want to give us. She was friendly enough, but mm, no strangers. So, yeah, no yeah, strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. That's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna end our trip. Well, I'm gonna write a Yelp review that is really gonna put it all in perspective. We're not writing a Yelp <laughs> no, review. Oh my goodness! But here's the worst of it. It was the worst beer we ever oh tasted. My God. Oh really? I've, we were, there's a brewery in Savannah right now that all their beers are good. This is the opposite. atomic. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. This place is the opposite. Everything tastes like <laughs> it's the dirt and. Uh, ugh, it's gross. Yeah. So that was an adventure, Kathy. I survived it. I'm we proud of you. Out of there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah. So then, uh, but anyway, so go back to last week. Right. And the podcast. Okay. Right. So oh. I swear, Chris was away. He was at a convention in Charlotte. Yes. Charlotte. And um, my eyes are really itchy. And, um, I was by myself, as you know, because we were on the podcast, and I right. swear I saw something come down the stairs. We end the podcast, and Addie and Kathy are like, you got to put salt out. You know, like, it's it felt weird. I showed them the, and I swear to God, I feel like I just saw him, like, right there. All right. All right. Try to focus. Anyway, try to focus. Don't focus. Because um, unlike uh, ghost hunters on TV that say, show me a sign. Show me a sign. I want no signs. Show me no <laughs> signs. I want nothing. Stay in your corner. Don't care. So anyway, uh, I did put the salt out, and I closed the door to that staircase, and there's like a little eye hook lock because it's an old house and nothing closes correctly. And in the middle of the night, I was sleeping on the couch. I didn't even go in our bedroom. <laughs> I heard bang, bang. Like somebody knocked on mm -hmm. the on the door to the bedroom, and I really did the like, come on, dude, we can deal with it in the morning. Really unhappy. Um, in the morning, our neighbor, I went downstairs and sat on the stoop for a little while, and our neighbor said, "Did you hear those bangs? What were you doing?" And I was like, "I was sleeping on the couch," and he was like, "Hmm, maybe <laughs> I didn't hear it." And I was like, "Okay, maybe you didn't hear it. I don't really want to get into it." And then, um, and then I called you, and I was mm -hmm. like, "All right, Kath, we got to deal with this." Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you said, uh, 
What did you say? You said, um, yep, I can feel, I mean, you can I tell said, how Yeah, no, so I just, I was talking to you and I wanted to connect and I said, you know, I feel like he's a curmudgeon. It's definitely male energy. He's not uh, demonic. He's just an angry man, but he's not from there. He's a neighbor. So there's something going on in your neighborhood and he doesn't have anywhere to go. And, and so he just needs two, a place to stay. Right. Two houses down is it's obviously new construction. There you they're go. Place and there. Yeah. So he comes from here and then you came up with his name. Oh, so then all of a sudden I go, Martin. And both of us got chills. Jealous. Like we were like, Whoa! <laughs> and I said, I guess that's it. I just came, he just started being there. And then there. you said, yeah. And then you said he doesn't like the door closed. And so right. I opened the door, I opened the door to the staircase mm -hmm. and I said, I'm sorry, Marty. Oh, the other thing that happened after the podcast, we're talking, I go to the bathroom, the bathroom light is flickering like mad. Mm -hmm. Right. And I took a little video and showed mm -hmm. you and I was yeah. like, and this is happening. And it's like the bulb is one of those like fluorescent LED. It's not yeah. about whatever. It's stupid. And so I'm like, this is out of control. So after you told me his name, I was like, all right, Marty, we're only here another week. Mm -hmm. Just let us sleep. I don't really care. And I had taken over at the second floor. There's another, there's three bedrooms. I took over the bedroom on the second floor so I can work because I'm working mm -hmm. remotely. And uh, I could tell he hated me up there. Oh, and that was his space. He needed he quiet. He just wants to be left alone. He hated me up there. And all month, I tried to record, which he Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And every fucking time, something got fucked up. Every time. It was so frustrating. So that's why my post on Patreon up until just the other day was um, just like pros. Like I just a picture... I did a poem. I did like, and then Josh <laughs> stepped in, thankfully. And nobody wants that. That's not, that's not exciting. But I was so frustrated. And, but I have to say after Marty and, and the internet was sucky here and there was all kinds of weird wonky technology stuff. Yeah. And, um, so everything kind of came to a head while Chris was gone. And, um, but I felt like I chatted with him things got a little better good the whole time chris was gone i talked to you we did our podcast thursday right yeah thursday night the bathroom light was stupid friday by friday morning you and i talked and mm -hmm. i we got his name and i chatted with him and i have to say that the banging stopped the mm -hmm. internet never kicked off mm -hmm. and the bathroom light did not flicker at good all. and then chris comes home on sunday Oh, <laughs> and I, I, she, she told me the whole story and I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the bathroom and I don't really care. <laughs> and the lights are going on and off. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm just going to turn the lights off. I mean, you, have no, you have nothing to do now. So, <laughs> I'm going to take so your toy away. Your controls is non-existent. Yeah. So the next day I went to go brush my teeth. And I, I stuck my toothbrush in my mouth. I was like... Huh, this tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. I said, I told you, Marty doesn't like it. So, he doesn't like it. Just, it just tasted bad the one time. Exactly. Right, because you were messing with him. That one time, because he messed with him. And then the next day, we had um, dinner reservations. And I had worked upstairs um, 
like from 7.30 in the morning till about three o'clock. I uh, come downstairs and I just like putz around and I'm like, I have to take a shower. I get into the shower and the fucking light starts flickering and I, I'm yelling and Chris is taking a nap and I was like, Marty, I just need to take a shower. I'm done upstairs. You can go upstairs. I promise <laughs> I will not go up there. Just go. And the light stopped. <laughs> and then I got a text from my boss who was like, can you quickly? I was like, nope. I'm not going back up there. I told him I wasn't going up there. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. We have dinner reservations. Go back up there and turn on the computer. I couldn't tell them that. Like, oh, can you just, I'm like, no, no. Sorry, I can't. we got to go. And I'm like, I have hours before I have to go, but I'm not fucking going up there. And so I feel like I'm negotiating with a toddler, like, mm -hmm. you know, for the last like four days, I'm like, all right, Marty, I got to work upstairs. You can stay down here. Chris is going out for a little while. And yeah. It's can I just say something? Yeah. I think it started only like, it really started only a week before you're leaving. Um, there was weird little stuff. And I have to say that the energy of the place definitely had that heavy vibe of like, like when we were growing up. Yeah. Like, it's Savannah. Like, this is not new. Like, right. this is an old, old city. With yeah. Old, old ghosts. Like, they have ghost tours as part of their normal thing. Right. Having a ghost in this old house is nothing. It's right. like that's the, it's also, the norm. We're right across the street from a cemetery. Did you know that? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And so, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's to be expected, actually. I think it's probably the norm more than anything else. Like, New Orleans, you know. Right, right. And, um. Mm. And so even from the get-go, it was like, oh, it has an old vibe. And, you know, we had guests two weeks ago, and they were like, oh, do you feel a ghost? It's a little creepy. You know, and the back room is a little creepy, wherever I have my clothes. And, you know, it's just to be expected, but it feels like our house we grew up. But the real misbehavior stuff came to a head just last week. Yeah. You're, well, you did great. I think the whole thing is like anything is building a rapport. <laughs> yeah. In any relationship, if you build a rapport, it's the best way to change behavior. <laughs> when people ask me all the time, how do you get your children to stop? Well, build a rapport. And I'll t I guarantee you can change the behavior. Nothing like ghosts and people. Same thing. Right. Yeah. And unlike, you know, unlike the ghost hunters, like show me signs, like shut up. Don't no. do that. I have to tell people. Do not go looking That's for so trouble. Dumb. It's the same thing as going into an alleyway and, and seeing if there's some, some strangers in the in the alleyway. Show yourself. Yeah. And then please, you know, expose yourself or, you know, bring some gold. Hold some gold and say, show yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see what What's happens. What's lurking in the dark? What's lurking in the dark? You know, don't put chum in the water and ask for a shark to come near your boat. A shark's going to come to your boat. There you go. That's going to happen. Right. You know, um, I meant to ask you, uh, we didn't talk today, and I saw the um, the Patreon message was really intense today. It was intense. I forgot what it was about. It was, about <laughs> it was so intense. It was this morning. I'm, I'm still getting over trying to figure out my, my situation. Addie, can you look it up really quick? Addie, look it up real quick. I forget. <laughs> I was just like, damn, it, I, it, was, it was like, like, get rid of people. What was it? It was, um, 
I have to have Addie read it so I c- it'll it'll put yeah. rock my brain. No, it'll like, oh, it'll jigger. That it'll like a whole podcast. It'll, it'll jiggle your even if your brain even if you're decapitated. Question <laughs> <laughs> is feeling trapped. Today oh. is a strong message. Thinking about lack of freedom in aspects of health, mental, physical, social, and financial. Contemplating an introspection is a win-win. Love, love, love. I think that was definitely a horoscope. <laughs> I think I did it. Well, yeah, it was about it was about um, strongly saying that if you are feeling trapped, and trapped doesn't necessarily mean physically trapped, like in a in a place, but you could feel emotionally trapped in places, in relationships. You could feel financially trapped, feeling like there's no solutions. And I think spirit was just really clear that you create your trapped feelings. You're never trapped. You know, you think you're trapped, but you can make change. And it, and I think that it think that the way it was delivered, delivered was not very, um, it wasn't, it was being more like your delivery, like how you would deliver it done. Like oh. just stop, like find solutions, cut it out. It really wasn't yeah. like a, a subtle thing. Like, okay, if you're feeling this way, maybe you should think about it. it was like, no, you need to stop complaining. If you find yourself complaining because your life is not the way you want it, you need to stop. You need, you're feeling trapped and you have to find out where you're feeling trapped. Are you feeling trapped emotionally in a relationship? Are you feeling trapped physically? Are you feeling trapped uh, mentally or financially in relationships at your job stop complaining if it's something that you're always talking about and you think that there's no out there's always an out and I talk from experience on the worst I was physically trapped in a situation but I was also financially trapped and I was emotionally trapped you know and that was the threat of if I do something something bad would happen if financially I leave, I lose everything. I lost my car. I had, you know, you lose your credit, you lose all those things. It doesn't matter. You could build all those things up, but you're, you can have a fulfilling life uh, and find happiness, which is the goal is to have purpose. If you're, if you don't create other solutions and find and get help to find a way out. And so that was the, that was the message. It goes all the way back to Panther and Antelope. Panther was about empowerment. It was about finding your power and having the strength to say what you have to say and not be afraid of <clears throat> other people's actions and feelings. Mm-hmm. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. The second thing, and then antelope comes in. And antelope is all about being fast. Everything now is coming really fast. And so if you are trying to make a change, if you're, if you're sowing seeds to make things happen, your projects, your money, your relationship, you're trying to change things. It's all going to happen. And it's going to happen so fast. You're not going to know. They'll make your head spin. Even if you're decapitated. <laughs> They'll make <laughs> your head spin. And so there's a there's an intense theme that's going on this month. And I think everybody needs to pay attention. So that was the message. Mm-hmm. That's an intense message. It was intense. It's, it's so funny. One of the benefits of you know being as old as we are. And I say we, Kathy, because you're getting up there. Um, it's happening. (laughs) It's happening. Stuff's happening. Um, is that you have the benefit of foresight and how many times have we been in situations, um, jobs, people, Mm -hmm. um, 
housing, friends, whatever. And you look back and you say, oh, God, I felt like I had no choice at that time. All the time. I can, and then you I, look the back mm-hmm. and you're like, it fucking didn't matter one bit. It doesn't matter. You have it's more like, control than you think mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. But it's like we're brought up we're brought up to to care about other people's feelings and and care about what other people think. And that's what stops us from moving forward. What are people going to think? What's my parents going to think? What is my family going to think? What are my friends going to think? You know, I stayed in a relationship because I had to save face. I didn't tell anybody what was going on because I was too embarrassed. You know, and that's a shame. That's a shame and that's why we talk about these things. I think that you feel like you're stuck in a in a job because you're expected to work nine where when we grew up you were expected to work 9 to 5 with benefits and all that. So the freedom of employment and entrepreneurship was not an option. No. You know, it took forever for until I lived with dad when he didn't understand I was making a living doing this work. He he's like it's not a real job, but then when I started throwing him hundreds of bucks at and he go here dad here's here's my he's like where'd you get that right. i was like i just did a reading he's like is this how much you make i was like yeah i make more doing this than if i was you know i had to prove it to him and it's too bad i i i, I didn't want to disappoint dad i didn't want to point, disappoint mom um and so when you get older you stop doing that because you get tired you get yeah. tired of trying to prove yourself all the time. I'm exhausted. I have yeah. nothing to prove to anyone. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted just by being. I'm just exhausted. I'm exhausted watching, watching Netflix. I'm exhausted. You know, trying to. I, I'm only trying. I'm only actually learning about my identity. My own identity this year. You know, the last, like, I don't know, 18 months. Like, really thinking about who am I? I'm not oh, yeah. just mom. I'm not Donovan's mom. I was a special needs parent with special needs parents. You know, kids come special needs parents. So mm-hmm. I was always in that special needs forum. I was always Sophie's mom. I was always, you know, Donna's sister. I was, you know, I've always been attached to something. And now the kids are older. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> what do I really want to do? <laughs> Where am I? What is happening? <laughs> Who am I? And I, I, I'm really, you could tell, you could see, you could see how much I've changed in my expression, in my artwork. I, I could see how much I've grown, how much I'm just like letting it go. And I could see it in my conversations and my relationships. And I could see it and how I feel like I'm very much at peace. There's a lot of peace of mind happening. And that's yeah. the goal. Peace of mind. Chris was like one of the first people I met um, that definitely forged their own path as far yeah. as the job was concerned. And, um, you know, both my parents are dead, so I'll tell the story that, of course, you know, I bring Chris around and mom was like, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a job. What's his job? And he was working on his thing. You know, he, he had slim years in the beginning, but he was working on his thing. And then finally... At, you know, if you keep working at something after a few years, maybe you'll get a break. And mm-hmm. I remember, I remember mom was in the hospital for whatever fucking reason that time. Do you remember this? It was after Dragon Con and Chris did Dragon Con. I don't know. Was it your first time? It was the first time. 
and uh, Dragon Con's a big convention in Atlanta. And if you have little kids who love costumes and costume parades, sidebar, go on YouTube and search uh, Dragon Con Costume Parade, and you will occupy your children for the longest time because it's very cute how they do the parade, and it's thousands of people. Very fun. So, um, so anyway, he comes <laughs> into the room, and mom and dad never respected him as far as, like, like what does he do? Like, <laughs> what's his role? Right. Dad was, was nice. Okay. He was nice, but that didn't mean that he really respected him. He did. The turning point. No, Dad. Kathy, I'm telling you, we had a discussion. Dad said <laughs> I didn't respect him until that happened, and then he came all the way around and was like, "Fuck, you got to fucking figure it out." So Chris he used to come to the shows. Yeah, after that, he started coming to shows. To yeah, he's a he big fan show. of ours, yeah. But he he was not a big fan in the beginning. So Chris comes into the hospital room, and I was like, how'd it go? Did you make money? And and uh, Mom was like, how much money could you have made? And then Chris tells them, and it was like, it was five figures. It was, good, it was a good number. And Mom was like, what? What did you say? And he's like, he told her again. And he's like, shit. And then Dad was like, wait a minute and then that's when it kind of like clicked and yeah and then through you I met other people who were also like doing their own thing but up until you know that time you know we there, there wasn't a lot of conventions it's only the last six years where that's blossomed right it's a you big thing. I mean I've been but doing it for 30 but I could do one every weekend if I want now now yeah what are you doing, Kath? Donovan. <laughs> I'm trying to tell him I'm on the podcast. It's just Donovan. He smells anyway, when we're busy. He does. He, he knows smells. That, he knows when all, when we're occupied, and then he just like he'll. He tries to make phone, the round, and then he tries to test us. What's mom doing? Is right. mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you talked to mom lately? I have to tell everybody that Donovan is officially six feet tall. No, I heard he's 6'2". 6'2". I'm so proud of him. So happy. So excited. So yeah. excited. He's doing so good. Excited. I saw yeah, him he... last night. We had fam. I actually went out. And I didn't do too bad because I was on the, you know what? And uh, <laughs> I was on you the... You say it. It's legal, Kat. Oh. I was on the pot and it really was helpful. <laughs> I was able to get out and walk around. And uh, I had uh, Sophie, Nico, and Donovan. And they're hilarious together. And Donovan is very, very protective of Nico, which is really, really cute. And uh, we were trying to order, and it was a fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> I want a salad, Mom. So I order him a salad. He's like, where's my chicken tenders? I'm like, you wanted a salad? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And so the waiter says, oh, I have a crazy family, too. And then Sophie screams out, we're not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie wants to be a basic, normal, She is just not like attention. Bad. Yeah. Poor so Sophie. Henry and I are hysterical laughing because it's like convoluted anyway. And then Nico, of course, likes his little chicken tenders, but apparently had a pork chop. And he's like, I want that steak. So he called it steak. <laughs> oh, I said, you want the steak? And I said, sure. And so he ate my steak. So I, so I ended up eating chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken, chicken. And Donovan's chicken tenders. 
Oh, I was like, oh my god. Chaos. Longest hour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but then when we're in the car, they're just so cute. Like the whole thing. They're just adorable. I have the cutest kids. They're all adorable. I love them so much. Do you know? I I bet you don't. I'm going to give you a little piece of family history. You don't know this. You were too little. But it was the same we, thing when we were little. <laughs> we were banned. We were banned from the A&W in Lake George. No. Yes. That's a true story. I was there not that long ago. Right. Well, they don't. I don't think the same <laughs> staff works there. And I don't think that they took our pictures down. <laughs> Polaroid. The Polaroid they had. Do not serve this lady. The Polaroid from 1978. Oh, I think expired. I think, <laughs> I think your little 70s sundress is, is not a yeah, factor. It was like Henry anymore. and I went up there last year. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. I got my. I got my root beer float. <laughs> this is the same. This is the same trip, and I know I keep telling this story because it's what it, it's so definitive of my life. Like this is me. This is the same trip where I got in trouble. We were at Frontier Town with all of our cousins, not all of our cousins, but a lot of our cousins, and my aunt, and my uncle, and like neighbors. It was like a whole bunch of us, and it's um, it was you know it was the seventies. So the Cowboys <coughs> and Indians always had a showdown. You know, the, it, like was the last event of the theme park and it happened on the main street and everybody got together like it was a parade. <laughs> and, and it's really everyone's like, "Ooh, the drama is quiet. And then the Indians come down and I'm like, yay, I'm like, <laughs> I'm cheering for the Indians. Of and course. mom is like, stop with the Indians. <laughs> it's really loud. And I was like, yeah, but. I was totally cheering for the Indians, and I was I got in a, I got in trouble for that. Isn't that like so? It's so typical. It's it so, so Verderamo typical. It, it speaks for it. But it was that same trip <sighs> where we went to, we went to um, Gaslight Village where you yeah. got lost. Do you think it lost at Gaslight Village? Mm-hmm. And luckily, it wasn't that big. <laughs> we found you. You were on. The, you were in the bumper cars by yourself. <laughs> Four years old. You are four fucking years old. It's so, so foreshadowing. It's such a fucking <laughs> care. They were like, "What's this kid doing here by himself?" Because you loved rides, and you just got you just like got separated from the pack. And I remember us older cousins, and by older, I mean I think I was eleven or ten, and and my and you know the other cousins were like scouring the theme park for you, and one of them found you. They're like, she's on the bumper cars by herself. <laughs> and then, and I remember dad saying to the kid, didn't you think anything that she was by herself? And he was like, no, I remembered her from before. Because <laughs> you had gone on there before. So I just said. <laughs> so he was like, oh, you must have had permission to go. Like, oh, was, my God. You were like, you were like only a little bit older than Nico. If you think I can see it. Nico doing that. Right. I can see Nico doing that. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, look, Nico, look, for the jeans. Look who's calling. Look who's calling. I see. It's, it's Donovan. Donovan. It's Donovan. Somebody anyway. needs to tell him that we can't talk. I, I he just <laughs> he's gonna call. He text. He got a text anyway. So, um, Addy, you need to call Donovan. Right. <laughs> he's gonna, gonna call you next. Don't get stuck. <laughs> don't get. That poor guy. He's so cute. But anyway, he got spoiled. He got spoiled so, yesterday. So don't feel bad. He, he, so I, he to get so that trip, 
it was like 12 of us went to A&W. And it was the middle of the afternoon. And there were only two young kids working there. And can you, and we were wild feral kids. <laughs> and it, we were with dad and Uncle Joe. And those guys were not like, you know, mom and Marianne, our aunt, would have been like, line up. And this is all your choice. This is the only thing you can get. You can have this or this. Yeah, and nobody gets parenting. soda. Right? Very good parenting. Like, very nobody good parenting. gets soda. Everybody gets water. And even though we were at A&W, and then they would be like, you can have a hot dog or this. And that was it. Right. But when dad and Uncle Joe brought us, it was like, what do you okay. kids want? We were like. Ah! <laughs> and so the poor, the poor kids. try. And Addie, you worked in a place like this. So can you imagine like there was a gaggle of us like, you know, ages from like four to twelve with no discipline and two a big mouth, big, big men mouths. who yeah. loved to eat. At that time, dad looked like Wolfman Jack and Uncle Joe. He was, was like 400 big, pounds. He was, was 400 big. pounds Dad easy. was not 400 pounds. Dad was, was like 300 pounds. He oh. wasn't that big. What's another 100? Right. <laughs> At that point. Anyway, it was such pandemonium that they called the owner or the manager and somebody drove. <gasps> oh, my God. You got them out of a pool. God, yes. God damn it. I'm <laughs> out of the pool. <laughs> and he had words with dad. And dad, and he was like, don't ever come here again. And we were, and dad was like, I don't want to fucking come here again. <laughs> and it turned out to one of those things. And dad went out of his way that whole trip. When we drove by, dad would say, boo. Boo A and W. We went boo A and W as we drove by. And mom was like, What are you doing? Because she wasn't there. She didn't right. know what happened. We were banned. We were banned from A and W for years. And then fast forward, like, I don't know, forty years, thirty years. And we go there for a tiki event and we walk over there and I was I had a little moment of like, oh my god, I haven't had this in years. And then I was like, wait, I wasn't allowed to have it. <laughs> my family was fucking. You were banned. trapped from A and W. <laughs> you were banned. There was, a, there was a faded Polaroid up on the wall. Yeah, there was a faded Polaroid. <laughs> and all the other millennials was like, whoa, that, that's an ancient photo. There's people hung out with Shirley Chapel, they're probably banned. Don't have to worry about them anymore. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that was yeah. funny. Oh, well, Chris, I'm so glad you were on their podcast. I'm glad yeah. you guys had a great trip. It's been great. Yeah. It's great. They were filming Halloween, the latest Halloween movie while we were here. Oh. We kept we kept driving cool. by like locations and then we found out that Jamie Lee Curtis was staying at the <gasps> hotel like not Oh so my far. god, that's exciting. Yeah, and people I love were her. People were saying that they saw her at the park while we were at the park. Like, yeah. Six months. Very cool. close. I know. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. You know what I love about Jamie Lee Curtis? She looks her fucking age. Yeah. Right? She was actually was... she was actually an inspiration for, like, I, I was going to grow my hair out anyway, my color. But I thought, I think about women who are gorgeous and who have gray hair. And she was one of those people, like, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, I can, I can do it. I'm so grateful. The other one who I recently was like, oh, even if she's getting a little bit of work done, she looks her age is Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. She looks her age and she looks fucking great because she looks her age. She right. Look like a weird wax doll. 
Yeah, like so, those yeah, puffy cheeks like a chipmunk. And those big lips, like, they're like crazy. They're like this. <laughs> I'm doing a face that's exactly. Do you know? Do you know who I absolutely love? Uh, I love uh, what's her name? Oh, the one for Scientology on on Kings of Queens. Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Yeah. Leah Remini. She's a beautiful woman, and it bothers me though that when I watch the puzzle, her her mouth doesn't open up. She can't pronounce the <laughs> word. I'm like, how are you doing a puzzling thing when your mouth doesn't open all the way? And she's a beautiful, sweet woman, and she's funny. But the lips, I'm like, she's like, okay, I'm like, you're mumbling. What's with the mumbling? I have a hard, I have to put on closed caption for the puzzler. Okay, four, five, four. I'm like, what are you talking about? Open your mouth. And then I go, then of course I had to investigate. I put on Kings and Queens. She could open her mouth. I said, why did you do that to yourself? King of Queens. What I say? Queens is a totally different thing. King the of Queens. King yeah. of Queens. So I watch yeah. King of Queens and I look at her, gorgeous. Mouth is clearly opening, saying, talking like this. On the puzzler, she's like, five down. I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> I get very frustrated. I'm trying to watch a game. And I get confused as it is because you open your mouth. Anyway, <laughs> I do love her. Yeah. So beautiful. I, I just, it hurts my heart when people think they have to plump things up. I got enough plumping up. Nobody needs to get plumped up. Nobody <laughs> needs to get plumped up. So much wisdom. There's so much wisdom on this podcast today. I hope somebody's writing down all of the suggestions. Don't, don't get, get lip injections. You don't need it. You're gorgeous. Don't get plumped up. You are perfect just the way you are. I think plastic surgery is really important for things that, you know, really, really bother you and it's definitely necessary, but if you're... I wouldn't say no to Botox if somebody offered it for me. I'll tell you that right now. I, the only thing that I would do is, like, I feel like at some point my eyelids would cover my eyes. You know, like, <laughs> like the, I have very big eyes, and I do have, like, kind of flabby top. Like, if I can't see, I think that's important. I think if it's... A, I think if I can't drive, I think... I, <laughs> I think it's going to be awesome. Sa do you have saggy eyelids? <laughs> I think that's what they are, saggy eyelids. A little bit. I think we can just make a little tape like Pee Wee Harmon. I could tape it. Why don't you just it. do it now? Why don't you mm -hmm. just do it now? I don't. I don't think I need. I need it. I need uh, something for. I have bags, and I don't mind. I, I wouldn't mind a little bag. I have a little bag sometimes, but maybe I just sleep a little bit more. This conversation has devolved. Okay. Well, I thank you everybody what, for listening. What, Addie? What are you gonna say? Just, just a little cucumber. A little cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. Walk around with cucumbers in your eyes during the daytime. <laughs> Thank you for your wisdom, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for your wisdom, Chris. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm so glad you guys had a good time. This was a, a great week. I want to thank everybody for listening. Please join Patreon. Um, we're, we've got great momentum, great circle. People are joining. It's uh, patreon.com backslash the sisters are in. You can find us. Uh, you, you can listen to the podcast. Please follow me at, at DJ Hematite. Um, follow the sisters are in. We'd love to. Uh, we'd love to see your action on. I just have to stuff. say, Kath. What? You follow DJ Hematite. Yeah. You make EDM music. Yeah. And and you're selling NFTs. Yeah. And you can't turn the volume on your computer. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand this. I don't understand you. 
You can't fucking turn on a computer correctly. <laughs> Addy, do you believe this? Well, I think I'm a savant. Maybe I'm a savant. Yeah, yeah you're. Someone's something. helping her be the DJ. Yeah, I channel. I channel helpers. They're not going to help me turn on the computer. They're going to help me when I get in, deep in the action, when it really counts. Deep in the action. <laughs> when it really counts, I get the help I need. Yeah, Kathy's selling her art on yeah. you know NFTs if you're interested. So follow DJ Hematite. And I already have a bid on my snake. That's a very big deal right oh, now. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And I sold a digital, a private digital. If you're interested in any of the art, you just pay for the digital download. And so it's going really well, and I'm having a great time. So come see what's happening. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> Addie, you got anything else? No, good night. Apologies. <laughs> apologies to A&W and Lake George. I apologize for that. <laughs> for all those decades ago. <laughs> I think we've made amends. I think we're good. Chris, thanks for coming on the podcast and joining us. I miss you. I can't wait to see you guys. We'll be home soon. Okay. Drive safe. All right. Be careful with the storm. Open up my window to substitute outside.